Hello, and welcome to the Power Lunch Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Opelt of Alicia Bags, and today I go through the behind-the-scenes world of what's been going on in the last few weeks, maybe few months even, with Alicia Bags. It's time. Let's get to it and go do it. Welcome to episode seven of the Power Lunch Podcast. Today, you've got me and only me as I give you a behind the scenes look of what's been going on with the business in the last eight weeks. When last we met and I gave you a big update about business news, um, it was April 21st and I just published a blog post entitled, It's Not Easy. And it was not easy. It wasn't easy to publish that post. It wasn't easy to read and write that post. And even today when I go back and looking up in the show notes, I probably won't read it again. I was just at the height of frustration. I had to cancel three photo shoots. There was production issues and it felt very out of my control. But I have to tell you, after publishing that post, I felt about a million times better because I swear almost everyone I know and every person I've seen has commented on it. People were happy that I finally, you know, wrote something and they knew what was going on. They felt a lot of empathy, which is always nice, but even better, so many business owners and entrepreneurs here in Charleston and, and elsewhere have said, Oh, I've been there. I've been right there where you are. And I had people show me things that are going on with their business that they couldn't control and they were having trouble with. You know, I had people showing me text messages of stuff that had gone wrong with their production or saying they, you know, they, they were in the midst of building a new building and things were going right with that. I just don't think anybody has it easy. It's never a smooth ride. And, um, being truthful about it, you know, I think that it, it helps. It helps not only the person that's, you know, the entrepreneur like me, but it helps other people to see that, um, even though there's lovely and glossy pictures on Instagram, the world just, just does not run like that and things are not perfect. So, um, that was one of the most popular blog posts I've ever written. Thank you so much for all your feedback. And, um, it really helped me to just kind of clean the palette and move forward. So right now, if you saw me, some people might say, oh my gosh, you're swamped or wow, you have a lot of balls in the air. But I like to think of it as just, you know, many moving parts. And that's exactly what's going on. A lot of things are coming together at once and that's an awesome thing, but it's also a sort of a challenging thing. But what is the fun of it if it's not a little bit challenging? So the first part I want to talk about is actually a real life part. Um, if you are on the website right now on thepowerlunch.com, you can see it. We have been waiting for about nine months for this last little final part to the bags. And it was to the point where um, it might have not come in for one of those original photo shoots that I scheduled and we were going to have to Photoshop it in because it was just taking so long and it's such a small part. It's about the size of a snap head and it has an engraved AB on it, just like the logo. And we have just, it hasn't shown up. It was not here until exactly this week. So yay, the final piece to the bag puzzle has finally come in. 
Meanwhile, while we've been waiting for this final little gold piece, my factory has been working on the changes of the logo on what we're calling, what we were calling lovingly the big bag, now known as the business satchel. Hint, hint. And we had to redo the bags in its entirety because of where the logo was placed and how we wanted it changed. Basically, there was a disagreement between my production facility and me about how the logo should look. And it was all in the best interest of, of the bag and the brand and the client. But what happened was my production facility really wanted the logo to stand out. And this is for a couple of reasons. One, when people carry the bag, you want them to feel good about it. It's a brand name. It's a designer piece. It's going to be a luxurious product. And people want to have that brand recognition. As my production facility and, of course, me, myself, I want other people to know you're carrying my bag too. Um, and this, of course, helps with overall brand recognition and sales and word of mouth and all those kinds of good things. But where the sticking point was, was I did not want the logo to be so loud that it overshadowed the bag. And um, to me, the most important thing is that the client, probably you or someone else that you know, wants to carry the bag regardless of how the logo looks. You know, I think that there is a big trend right now um, with something, someone like a Michael Kors to, to have a big logo. And um, it's just not my own personal preference. I don't, I don't carry bags like that. And I bet a lot of you don't either. And I would never want you to look at one of my products and say, gosh, I like everything about it, but ugh, the logo, why did she do it like that? And so I just had to stick with my gut, my gut instinct, and you know what my inner circle of, of uh, mentors were saying to me. And we had to sort of bring the logo back to something a lot more subtle. Now, I suppose that I could regret this at some point and say, oh my gosh, I have a million people carrying my products, but nobody knows what they are. But I just don't believe that will happen because for a lot of reasons, but mostly because on my previous model, you know, people would say, people would come up to clients who held the bag and say, what is that bag? I mean, where did you get it? And who's making it? And then it was such a distinctive look and shape that I had people that knew me or had seen the bag say, oh my gosh, I saw so-and-so in the airport carrying your bag. Or I would get a text message where someone's like, oh my gosh, random Alicia bag sighting because they had a, such a specific look. And I think that this bag will also have that same feeling, a specific look, but not an overly logoed product. We made this logo change on all the products. There's going to be four products coming out. And so we redid everything. The big bag, aka the business satchel, really took the most time and the most effort because it's the most involved um, bag we have right now. It is functional, has a lot of different functions that you all have asked for, places to put your business items, your file folders, your phone, your pens, um, your power cord, your bigger computer, everything that you might need. And so that just takes a lot more time. It's, it's someone hand making this and it takes time, as you might imagine, to make sure that all those parts and pieces go in correctly. The other products we're going to be releasing are smaller products, hint, hint, and they just don't take as much time because of that. Um, they're also very functional while being chic, but they're smaller products and don't take as much time. So the majority of this past eight weeks has been spent working on the samples for the larger bag.
fingers crossed, I will have all the sample bags and other products in my hot little hands here in Charleston by Monday, June 1st. So that is hardly a few days away. I am cautiously optimistic and excited. And um, like I said, I've been getting pictures along the way, so I feel fairly confident, but I will feel sleep at night confident when everything is here in my possession. While production has been going on yet again, I have been working diligently to get the photo shoot back on track. As many of you know, the photo shoot is so vastly important because when you're selling something mainly online, the way you convey it is the only way clients hear about it, see it, decide if they want to make a purchase. So it is of utmost importance that you get the photo shoot right. To me, it's not only a super creative process, but just, oh, so vastly critical to business, period, the end. So when I had this extra time, I said, okay, let's go back to the drawing board for a minute. Am I really happy with everything that we've decided for the photo shoot? Am I happy with all the details? And when I really looked at my, at the sort of the plan, you know, it was good, but it wasn't great. The one thing that was missing was that I'd always wanted to shoot at the airport, but I just did not have an in. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to go about it. All sort of the traditional avenues I was working to get to the right person at the airport were working and I was getting a lot of no's. And it was super frustrating because, frankly, I have to say, when I lived in Detroit, I'd worked in Detroit a long time. I lived in Michigan all my life. And the people I worked with, along with, you know, just the team at my company, we basically could get to anybody because, as you know, once you've lived in an area for a long time, it becomes small and Everybody knows everybody. Somebody could hook you up or know the right person or have the right in or give you the suggestion. But still here in Charleston, we've lived here, I think, about six years now. And I just don't know everybody like I do in Michigan. And it's partly because we haven't lived here very long. It's partly because I don't work at a big company like I did in Michigan. And, you know, I'm just not a native Charlestonian. And so sometimes it's very frustrating. But I said, all right, let's take a Take, take a step back. Who do we know that might have done a video shoot? And after putting the word out, I realized that I did know someone. Sean Moffat, who is the leader of the go-to team. It's a production team here in Charleston. And I just literally tweeted him, I think. And I said, have you ever done a shoot at the airport? You know, like just kind of out of frustration. And he emailed me back. He said, yeah, I have. And here is who you need to contact. You actually don't need to talk to anybody at the airport. I would first go to the Charleston Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, and I would talk to my friend, Andy Rankin. And you know what, Alicia, let me just make a quick email introduction. And I swear to you, within like 10 minutes, Andy from the Visitors Bureau wrote me back and said, listen, how can we help? It was like, you know, a magic door opening and meeting the right person. So I told Andy what I had in mind, and right away, he knew the person to contact at the Charleston Airport, and I have to tell you, the Charleston Airport was great, but as everybody knows who travels in and out of Charleston, it is under construction right now, and what they ultimately decided was that they just, the Charleston Airport was not ready for a photo shoot, and they want to work with me in the future, perhaps at the beginning of next year, but right now, the airport is just, you know, they don't want to chance anything looking bad. And I, I, listen, I totally understand that. And I'm going to be thrilled to work with the Charleston airport whenever they're ready to work with me. In the meantime, though, I went back to Andy and said, listen, I know this is going on. Do you have any other ideas? Do you think we could maybe get into Boeing? 
or one of the air, maybe Columbia, one of the airports, um, sort of in, within driving distance. And, and Andy was great. He said, let me reach out to Boeing for you. I don't have a lot of faith in that because I, I know they have a lot going on right now, but I'm going to reach out to actually the Savannah airport. We've got a great relationship with them. Let me see if we can get to the right person. So lo and behold, Andy's a magic maker worker. And uh, within, I would say, another 24 hours, I had the contact person at the Savannah Airport for this kind of thing. And she's been great to work with. Um, I will tell you more about them later because right now we're in the midst of getting the final approval to shoot down at the Savannah Airport. And uh, they've been easy to work with, so kind and nice. And uh, the last step is getting approval from the executive director there. But as far as I heard from the head of security, quote, it should not be a problem. So that would be wonderful. It would be a dream come true to shoot at the airport. You might be asking, okay, why? Why is it so important to shoot at the airport? And here is why. I will tell you that my clients, I know just from these last few years of experience, are huge air travelers. And when they travel, they need a bag, frankly. Maybe if you're going day to day, you don't take a big bag with you. Maybe you do. Maybe you're going back and forth to work and you need it like I do. But definitely when you're traveling for business, you need to have a bag with you. That's it. I've heard time and time again, people saying to me, you know, I need this bag for XYZ trip with a client. I need this bag by the state because I have a big trip business trip coming up with my boss. Um, I can't go on this work slash vacation without my Alicia bag. When are the next products coming out? So I know that that is a vastly important time for my client. And by doing the photo shoot in the airport, it just shows that I understand the client. The client says, oh, Oh, she gets me. She knows what I'm doing. She knows what I'm after. She knows why I need this bag. And there are a lot of ways to sort of allude that you're air traveling. But there is nothing like being at the actual airport to say, this is what you use the bag for. You're going on a trip. You're going to an important business meeting. You're ready to close the deal and fly in and shake their hand. Here's the bag that needs to go with you. So as I mentioned, we're still waiting for final approval. It scares me even to talk about this a little bit, but I just know if not this time, another time we will for sure be at the airport. And I'm just so, I don't know, it gives me sort of an excited, goosebumpy feeling to know that that is coming and we were able to make that change by having this extra time to do the photo shoot. So what is exactly going on? Why is this photo shoot like so many moving parts and pieces and why does it take so long? Don't you just go, you know, to the place you're going, take a few bags and take some pictures? Yes, you do do that. But it's very involved for a couple of reasons. One is that I have a, in my opinion, a, a good sized team working with me. So not only do we do a lifestyle shoot where you see a model and she's doing something, in this case, hopefully going to fly in an airplane, but you also do um, a product shoot where we just shoot the products on a white or gray or some kind of neutral background so you can see online exactly what they look like and exactly, you know, the front, the back, the inside. And you can say, well, wow, that seems really simple. Just take some pictures on a white backdrop. But these pictures are super important. I'm sure all of you shop online now. And of course, maybe you're enticed when you see a product on a model, a shirt or something like that. But really, you want to see the nitty gritty. You want to see how does the hem form or what is the collar like or what does the back look like? 
And so while the lifestyle shots bring people in and make them understand about your brand and who you are, the product shots are what people really focus on when they're making a purchasing decision. And so it's important to not only get these done and get them done right, but they have to be super high quality. They have to show the color accurately of the product. They have to show um, the texture and sort of the sheen. On uh, the last batch of product shots that I did, there was some discrepancy in what color the zipper was on the green, dark green bag. And in some of the, the shots, it looked silver. And some of it, it kind of looked like a rose gold. And I bet that I got 50 emails about that that exact question. What color is the zipper? It's very important. I understand that. And so I spent my time answering, you know, 50 times. Well, it's a silver zipper. I know it looks a little gold in this picture because of the way the light's reflecting, but it's silver. So it's really important for those those people to know. And of course, probably for those 50 emails I got, I'm sure there was hundreds of other people who said, I can't tell what color it is and maybe moved on or maybe just said, well, I'll take my chances, but who knows, you know, so the product shots are vastly important. Um, the third thing we're doing is a video shoot and the videos will show and demonstrate how the products are used. Again, I know that you all shop online, so you understand why this is important, but it will show where the computer goes and the laptop bag. It will show um, exactly how the other smaller goods work. There's some interesting additions to them, something that you might not see in a normal smaller leather goods product. And I want to make sure that that is, you know, it shows how it works. I also think the videos are great because it's another opportunity to give a different feel, a different look, a different under, a different and deeper understanding of the brand. Um, I work with a great team on that, and they always come up with these creative, super fun ideas to make something boring, you know, putting a computer in a bag, interesting. And so it's another opportunity to have the client understand, this is what I'm doing. I also think the videos get shared the most, meaning if someone says, ah, well, I need this new laptop bag, do you know of anything? Most of my clients will send the video and say, yes, I do. Look at this. This is how it works. And this is why you should get it. So it's not just one day of shooting lifestyle shots with a model, which is super fun, of course, but it is three days at least of all these different shoots. As you can already guess, to get these shoots done, there is a lot of people involved. I have my photographer, Charlotte Elizabeth. I have a makeup person. I have my stylist, Brooke Williams, who you know. We have a video a video team. Uh, we've got these people who are doing the product styling, who I can't wait to introduce you to. We've got space concerns, so not only the permissions that we need to get at the airport, but also um, the studio time I need to reserve and make sure is ready. We've got to make sure we have all the right props. We also have to, of course, work with the model and the modeling agency. So not only are there a lot of actual moving parts and pieces with the product, but there are a lot of schedules to consider and people to get involved. And I really think this is just a tip from, from my heart is that when you have people working on your team, you want to make sure they're happy and excited. 
And um, I always try really hard to make sure everybody feels included and that their opinions are, are taken into consideration and valued because these are all the people you need to make any shoot wonderful because they are the subject matter experts in their particular area. I love working with a person um, that does makeup and hair that they that's all they do and they love it and they get your look and they understand it and they can't wait to do a wonderful job and see the pictures and they're excited for you. And the same goes for every single person that's working on your team. So I just don't want to be like, hey, show up at nine o'clock. We'll see you then. I meet with the people in person. I talk to them. I show them the products. I tell them why I'm excited. We, you know, mock up Pinterest boards and, and make sure that everybody's on the same page. Because I really think when you don't have a team that's cohesive, meaning you're not working together on an everyday basis, taking these extra steps to get everybody on the same page really shows in the end. And so while I'm waiting for the bags to be done, we're all behind the scenes sort of not only scheduling, but working to make sure that everybody has the same vision for the shoots. Shoo! Now you've heard the two big initiatives that are going on behind the scenes. Of course, you got a lot of other projects in the works, but those are the two biggies. Now it comes to the time in the program where I need to ask you all a favor. I'm looking for a graphic designer. This could be someone that's a student and looking for an internship. This could be a more seasoned professional that wants to work on sort of a different project. Maybe it's an Alicia Beggs client that does graphic design on the side and wants to be a little more intimately involved with the brand. Any of those things can work. I'm just looking for the right person, not exactly the right experience level. This will be for a very specific project on Instagram. I love Instagram. I think it's super fun. But as I was learning more about it this week and sort of the history behind it, it really started out with people who were photographers and showing their work. And I still believe as popular as Instagram is, and it's so fun to show, you know, random photos on there and little day-to-day things, it really works best for people that are awesome at creating beautiful imagery. While I can work a filter just as well as the next gal, I am obviously not a professional photographer, and I don't think that I take advantage of Instagram as a marketer as much as I could because of that. In a perfect world, I would send my friend Charlotte around, and I would have her take pictures every day and post them to my Instagram account. But we're not quite at that level yet uh, as far as my budget. However, I have a great idea how I can kind of flip the switch on Instagram and do something different. Something involves graphics and has a real business feel to it. But to do that, I need this graphics person. I think this project will be so much fun because it will be for a specific amount of time and it will be a great piece for this person's portfolio because they're going to be able to see exactly how it did, how many likes it got, how many more followers it got, how many comments, you know, it's going to show real results. And for someone that's building their portfolio or just wants to have something kick-ass on their website, this will show exactly how graphic design helps a business grow. So if you know that person or you are that person, drop me a line at alicia at aliciabags.com. All right, folks, that's the show for today. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Next week, I'll be back with a new guest, a guest that has eluded me up until now. You know, he's been very skittish about coming on the show, but um, here's a little hint. Next week is our anniversary, so I think I'm just going to have to twist his arm and make him come on. Until then, it's time. Let's get to it and go do it. (laughs) 